You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast. This is episode 27. My name's Anne-Marie Cross, small business marketing and mindset coach. Do you ask the question, how can I grow my coaching practice? What are the secrets that will help me fill my practice? And what marketing should I be doing to help my business become profitable? Well, you're in the right place. Whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or whether you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. I'll teach you the right business and marketing strategies you should have in place to communicate your meaningful message in a powerful way so you can stand out and finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. You ready? Let's get started. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I'm so thrilled with what I'll be sharing in today's episode, but also in the upcoming nine episodes. Just gotten off uh, a number of recording sessions with a, an incredible colleague of mine and, and, uh, and someone that I'm privileged to be able to call a friend. Um, and we have put together an incredible 10 shows which really share the nuts and bolts and the key foundations that you need to have in place if you want to take your coaching practice to the next level. So the words of wisdom that I want to share with you today to help you grow your coaching practice is focused specifically on marketing, which I know so many of you have reached out and said to me, we're struggling with our marketing. What do we do? There's so many different things that we read on the internet and we get told about that we need to have in place. It's overwhelming. Please help us get rid of the overwhelm so we can have some streamlined structure so we know exactly what to do. So this is, I've heard you and I'm certainly going to support you in that in the upcoming shows. Got a new segment that is starting today, and that's called the Socially Savvy segment. And we're starting that off, we're kicking that off with global Twitter marketing specialist and my friend, Keith Keller. He's an expert in Twitter, and he'll be showing you how you can grow your coaching practice through leveraging Twitter. And uh, so you need to stay tuned for that. Grab a pen and paper because Keith is certainly going to share some incredible uh, strategies for you on how you use that uh, tool. And of course, as always in every single show, I want to share it with you, an inspirational message to nourish your mind, body and spirit for the week ahead. So in the next 10 episodes, I'll be sharing some of the things that I see are missing or that coaches are not doing well. And these are the reasons why many of them are struggling. But what I wanted to share with you is to be mindful that some of the things that I will be speaking about, you've probably heard about before. However, I don't want you to stop yourself from having an aha or an insight because you think, oh, I've heard that before, or I already know that. Because so often we may have heard something before or read something before or someone's mentioned it to us. Even we think that we have it all running well in our business but you know what we're still missing a very important piece of the puzzle and just by changing one thing or a couple of things or doing something slightly different 
you're going to see some incredible transformations and results in your business. So I really want to encourage you to keep an open mind and use the things that I'll be sharing in today's episode and upcoming episodes as a checklist. So ask yourself, am I doing this? Uh, Am I doing this well or as well as I can be? Is there anything that I can change or do better so that I can take my results to the next level? And if you recognize that you're not doing some of these things, that's fine. Please do not beat yourself up. Do not go into self-criticism. Oh, this is another thing that I'm not doing right. Celebrate because now you know that there are some things that you can take action on. Now you know what you can work on. You know that old saying, you don't know what you don't know. Well, you've now become aware of something and now you can take action, move forward so that you can step forward and achieve your goals. So let's talk about marketing. I like to think about marketing as building awareness of who you are and what you do and more importantly, what you can help your ideal client achieve. So I want to ask you, how do you feel about the marketing that you're doing currently in your coaching practice to get the message out about your work, the solutions you provide your ideal client? What strategies are you using? What are you doing? Maybe marketing confuses you or maybe you cringe at the thought of having to get out there and market your business because you love your work and helping clients and that's what you do and do really well. However, the thought of having to market your coaching practice and actually get out there and promote yourself (sighs) makes you shudder and often leaves your mind blank with no real clear idea of what you do. Now, don't worry if that sounds like you because you're not alone. I've had many conversations with other coaches, fantastic coaches who are generating fantastic results with their clients. And they dislike the idea of marketing their coaching practices as well. And they go blank. It's like, okay, I've got a program I want to get out there and start to publicize and promote and, and share with my community. What do I do? Well, you know, I'll have to share a secret with you. I absolutely love marketing and I love to come up with ideas, simple yet effective marketing strategies that are fun and are easy and that you will enjoy doing. So I want you to make sure that you've got a pen and paper handy so that you can take notes. Make sure to come back and listen to this episode again because you're going to pick up even more golden nuggets when you listen to it a second or a third time. I know that when I'm learning something new or I want to make sure that what I'm doing is is the right thing, I'll go back and listen to podcasts and recordings and, and reread something again and again because each time I pick up something new and I think, wow, I never heard that the first time around. All right, so let's get stuck in. Marketing, getting you visible out in the marketplace. Now, when marketing is done really well, you'll find that you're able to cut through the noise in the marketplace. You'll be able to set yourself apart from all of the other coaches who are working in a similar industry. And when it comes to growing a successful coaching practice, when your marketing is done well, you will start to attract the attention of your ideal client. This is the goal that you have, isn't it? When you get out there and you start marketing your practice, you want the people who you want to work with to all of a sudden think, oh, she's speaking to me and start to take note. So when it comes to building a profitable coaching practice, the message that you create across all of your marketing 
whether you're speaking to an audience, whether you're at a networking event, whether you're marketing online through social media, and, and in a moment we're going to be talking about Twitter with Keith, through your website even, or the articles if you like to write and, and share that on your blog and on your website. Everything, everything that you are doing, the messages that you are sending connects with your ideal client. Your message has meaning for them. And this is when you do marketing well. Your ideal client will feel that you are speaking directly to him or to her because you get her. You understand what she's going through and you're able to support her with your promise of hope, your promise of value. And that's the value that you can provide them when they step forward and say yes to themselves to work with you. So why is that? Why does your ideal client connect and resonate with your message? Because you've taken the time to really think, think deeply about what that message is. Let me give you an example. Say, for instance, you were a sleeping coach or a sleep coach and one of the areas that you worked with your clients were people who struggled with insomnia. And so that's inability to sleep. And I've got a few friends and colleagues who have insomnia and uh, boy, it's not nice at all. So if we think about the sleep coach who works with people who have insomnia, she understands the problems that they experience. She understands their patterns and their habits. She understands what they are going through, what they're struggling with. And what she does is she weaves this information into her marketing message, in her articles that she writes. Maybe she's doing some videos. So she incorporates all of that information within each of her marketing messages. So imagine that her ideal client is up at 1am because her ideal client can't sleep again. So what does this ideal client do? Well, she logs onto her computer to see if anyone else is up. I know that I've done that sometimes too. Or let's have a look. Who's on Facebook? What, what can I do? What can I catch up on in my work that I might have uh, not been able to get complete the day before? So in the case of this client, she logs onto Twitter and she shares her frustration there. And someone tweets her back a link to an article that you, as the sleep coach, have written about three things that someone can do to help them overcome insomnia. So she clicks through on the link, goes back to your website where the article is, and she starts reading your article. And as she reads the article from the opening introduction right through to the body of your article, she starts to feel this wave of relief. Because finally, finally, someone understands her. And it was as if you were sitting across from her, empathizing with her, saying, I know what you're experiencing. I get that you are frustrated. I get that you've tried everything to get a good night's sleep. And I understand that you are so exhausted. But no matter what you do, you just can't get a good night's sleep. Now, that alone is going to be a huge relief for her, for that ideal client, because often our clients can feel as if that they are the only people that are experiencing this. No one else understands what they're going through. 
none of their friends, their colleagues, their associates, or maybe even their family, they don't understand. But here you are, you've described everything that he or she is going through. And in this case, she's going through that she just doesn't know how to fall asleep or remain asleep. She keeps waking up or she struggles to fall asleep. So then if we go back to the article, what you've done in that article as a sleep coach, you share three things that she can do to help her. She has an aha and she thinks, hmm, okay, I'm going to try those things. She also notices that you have a free checklist that provides a little bit more information about some of the things that she can do to help her get a good night's sleep. So she accesses that checklist in exchange for giving you her name and email address. And guess what? You've just gotten her contact details and permission to continue the conversation. But we're going to pick up on that a little bit later on another later episode about how you can leverage this. Because now you have had someone put up their hand and they are now part of your world. Through the article that she has just read, we're thinking of this as an example, of course, but I want you to imagine that you are the sleep coach. You've written this article and you've got this great checklist. And now you have had someone put up their hand and say, yes, I want your checklist here are my contact details, and then you have that checklist sent back to her. She reads through the checklist, she implements some of the steps that you share in there, and she starts to notice a difference in her sleep patterns. She starts to see changes. She's not waking up as frequently, she's not feeling as exhausted. You've helped her start her journey towards not feeling so exhausted or frustrated because she can't sleep. And now that you have someone in your world who you know is your ideal client, because she wouldn't have signed up for your checklist had she not struggled with that problem. Now you have her in your community and it's someone who is your ideal client and you can now continue to nurture a relationship with her. That's an example of what can happen when you get your message right. When you get your marketing message, that core message that allows you to connect with an ideal client and have them put their hand up to say, yes, I want to know more from you. Because when your ideal client comes across you, whether it be through an article, your website, a tweet on Twitter, uh, or any other way that you are communicating your message, and this is you know in your marketing, when he or she comes across you, she gets a sense that you understand her and what she is struggling with and that you can help her. And so she'll want to learn more about you. She'll want to remain in your world because there's something in your message that gives her a spark of hope, a sense of possibility that you may just be able to support her. You attract her attention. You're on her radar. And with every piece of marketing communication that you continue to put out there, you continue to build no like and trust factors, which you know is really important when it comes to marketing and building relationships. So, so very important. And guess what? When she's ready to move forward, who do you think she's going to think about? you because your message has continued to connect and engage it's resonated with her and you've built a deeper relationship with her 
And that's when marketing is done really well. Now, when marketing is not done really well, the opposite happens and you'll find it really difficult to form any sort of relationship with her or him. If you, you know, you deal with um, men in, in your client base because they just don't feel that you understand them. And they're probably not going to hang around long enough for you to even find out either about more about what you do and how you can help them, which is such a shame because you are able to help your client. So why does this happen? Why is your marketing not working? Why are people not hanging around enough in your world? Why are they not putting their hand up and say, saying to you, hey, I want that checklist or I want whatever it is, is that is your what I call your irresistible signature giveaway. Why aren't they putting their hand up for that? Well, there's a couple of reasons. Let me share with you what they are. Firstly, how well do you know your ideal client? Now, before you answer, And again, this is going back to what I was speaking about earlier in the show where you think, well, you know, I've thought about who my ideal client is. I work with X and Y and Z person. Let me ask you these questions. How well do you know what keeps your client up at night? How well do you know what worries her? What is she frustrated with? What has she tried to do before that perhaps has not worked very well? How does she describe her problem when she speaks about it with her friends? Does she speak about it to her friends or does she keep it bottled up inside? Now, if that's the case, this would be a very important piece of information that is going to become part of your marketing message because you could say something like this in your core marketing message to your ideal client. You feel like you're struggling alone. No one understands you and you just don't feel comfortable sharing this with the people around you because you feel so ashamed, so ashamed about it. So you end up keeping it bottled up inside you. Now, just in this statement alone, if your ideal client has bottled that whatever she's struggling with inside and you've said that to her, Kind of like, oh my goodness, this person knows me. She understands me. And see how when you use this information about your ideal client, what she's experiencing in your message, when she reads that, it will be as if you're speaking directly to her. And guess what? You are speaking directly to her because you know what she's going through. You understand her. That's what marketing is all about. It's about connection. It's about caring. It's about reaching out and letting your ideal client know that she is not alone because you are in her corner. You have her best interest at heart. You, you do. And you're sharing this and reaching out to her through the messages that you are putting out there in your marketing material. So I want you to spend some time really thinking deeper than you have ever thought about before when it comes to your ideal client. What is she or he going through? Make sure you put a list together of what you already know. And if you're not really sure, then you've just had an incredible insight as to why your marketing hasn't been working as well as you'd hoped. All right. So start writing down the qualities and characteristics of your ideal client. Who is she? What is she struggling with? What is she going through? What does she long for? 
What does she do? What does she want? What does she want? What are her dreams? What are her desires? And what words or phrases does she use to describe her dreams and her desires? If we look at the sleep coach as an example, I want to get eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. I want to be able to wake up in the morning and not feel exhausted. I want to be able to get through one day without having to have to sleep for several hours during the day just to feel like I can cope. That would be an example of the sleep coach with her ideal clients, what she wants. So what would be an example of what your ideal client would be saying? So go and grab your journal and just start writing. This is such an important step to creating a marketing message that has meaning and that resonates and connects with your ideal client. And in next week's episode, I want to expand on this by talking about other very important things that you want to consider to help you create a powerful marketing message. All right, so make sure you come back next week. All right, let's dive into this new and exciting element to the show, and it's called the Socially Savvy Segment. For all things social, so you can build a powerful online presence for your coaching practice and stand out from the crowd. And of course, we're introducing our very special guest, Keith Keller. Now for a really special segment, so exciting, and we're going to be running this over the next 10 episodes. It's a very special series for all you coaches and consultants out there listening to the show. It's going to focus on how to promote you and your products using Twitter with one of our global business partners, Keith Keller. Now, Keith Keller is now well-known internationally as the global Twitter marketing specialist. He's appeared on numerous radio shows, teleseminars, webinars, Google Hangouts across the US and Canada, the UK and Europe, as well as Australasia. In addition, Keith offers one-to-one coaching about Twitter marketing to clients around the world through Skype and is now an ever-growing list of social media training products available. So we're so thankful that he can come on the next 10 episodes to share his brilliance. Welcome to the show, Keith. Hey, Emma, what a great intro. Thank you very much. And what, how groovy is that music? I know, I love that. And I, I uh, selected one with a little bit of guitar in the background because oh, I know that you love that. Feel my 80s, uh, I can feel my 80s mojo coming back. Yeah. So Twitter, Twitter is, you know, when you speak to people, they either got a love-hate relationship yeah. with that. So what are you going to be talking about in today's show? Well, today I want to set the whole 10 parts up with the idea of why Twitter. Because there are seven social media sites competing for your time and there are three blog platforms as well. So if you're going to engage in Twitter, I want you to really get it. I really want you to love it. And when you do that, you'll you'll commit, you know, half an hour a day or every few days. Mm-hmm. It's quite possible that you might not like it and that's okay because sure. there's six other choices. Mm-hmm. But if you want to include Twitter in your marketing mix, this 10-part episode or series of episodes is actually going to chunk it down and make it doable 
And that's really the big challenge everyone has, isn't it? Oh, it certainly is. And I love the way that you've said that you want to chunk it down and really help people to understand how they're using Twitter. Because one of the things that I have identified, and this is something that might be very apparent to you when you're working with clients, the reason people don't really like Twitter very much is that they don't get it. They haven't taken the time to really learn how it can benefit the business. And it's not until they suddenly realise the beauty of the relationships that are being built and the connections that that are being built out there that they finally say, wow, okay, I can see how so many people rave about this incredible resource. When when the light goes on, when it goes on, you won't be able to stop. It Mm. is a miracle when you get it. Yes. It's like, it's, and we've all had this experience in life when you, the light goes on and you go, I just don't know why I haven't done this before. It's mm-hmm. so simple. Yes. But um, look, let me start with the numbers. Absolutely. That's, that's a very, very good reason to start Twitter. 645 million accounts. Lots and lots of people have multiple accounts. That particular number is not that useful. But 115 million active accounts. Mm. So 115 million people around the world are using Twitter regularly. Now, that's a reason to jump on. Yes. That's a reason to to at least take notice. 2.5 million Australians now have a Twitter account. That's about 12%. Wow. So if if your business is centred around Australia then there's about 2.5 million of us that are using Twitter for news. I'll tell you, talk about that in a minute. But the big stat, which we really need to talk about, if your um, market is North America, specifically the US, then 20%, this is an amazing stat, 20% of US, US Twitter users use Twitter every day. They just don't use it occasionally for updates of, of celebrities. They're using it for news. Right. You know, and, and the big story, this is the big story where a lot of people don't get Twitter and why it's very important to realise uh, the difference. Twitter is not Facebook. Twitter mm-hmm. is not updates with your family and friends and cat videos. Twitter is the information network. And once you get that, once you know that there are people around the world that log into Twitter, check Twitter on their phone every day to get the news often hours but hours before the telly, hours you know, something happens at 10 a.m. You're not going to see it till 6 p.m. that night. You can see, you can find it on Twitter straight away within 10 seconds. Sometimes, at least within half an hour. Mm-hmm. And um, people love that immediacy, that instantness yes. of uh, of Twitter. And once you get used to thinking in those ways, you can become that go-to source. If you are a life coach or a coach in a specific genre, and you've just written a book about a, spe- a particular subject. You want to become the go-to resource for that, and you probably already are. But Twitter is a great way of getting the message out because people are hungry. People want the goss, don't they? They do, they do. And, you know, I think it's good that people spend a bit of time in learning the differences between each of the social media uh, platforms because, as you've just said, with Twitter being the information network and people are there scouring Twitter for info. So if you want to become known as an expert in your field by sharing quality content, you become known as someone who's reliable, who's trustworthy and obviously has something good to say, then you then realise, okay, so the content that I'm going to be sharing on there needs to be very focused on sharing high quality content. And as you said, not like say on Facebook where you're sharing photos of uh, any old thing, what you had for breakfast and, and, and things like that. 
do you find that there's still people who get confused and who are doing things on, on Twitter that is unfortunately tarnishing their brands? Well, I, I actually think the biggest story is that people have a one-stop shop mechanism. They, they use Twitter in the same way that they use Instagram. Mm-hmm. They use Google Plus in the exact same way they use Facebook. Yes. Each of them is different. You know, Twitter is a very specific animal. It's very cool for life coaches, speakers, writers, people in the public eye. And usually that the reason that is is because you've got a message. You've mm-hmm. got your mojo. You know exactly what you stand for and you just want to tell as many people as possible because you're so proud. You've written a book. Mm-hmm. You're on the telly. You've been interviewed on the radio. You've got a speaking gig next week, sometimes all four. You know, as we get better and better at what we do, we get those TV interviews. We start our own TV shows. We write a book. Yes. And uh, Twitter is just purpose-built for that. It's purpose-built for it. And a lot of people are still using it to share photos of ice creams at the beach. And no one cares about chicken sandwiches and ice creams at the beach. They don't. I'm, an, I'm afraid they just don't. Yeah. But they do care about your knowledge. And if you've got a specific subject that you're very good at, and you've, you know, you've really nailed it, then people will follow you to source that information. It's a great teaser for book launches, for radio show content, for podcasts. Uh, fantastic for sharing YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. It's a purpose-built site. I love it. Yeah, and exa- exactly. And one thing, of course, um, for, for those people who are absolutely new to Twitter, Twitter really is, um, I, I termed it many years ago, and I, correct me if I'm wrong, if it's differently known now, Twi- uh, Keith, that Twitter is a microblog. So you really only have a limited amount of space to be able to share some of that content, some of that information. So it's 140 characters. But what you are saying is if you can share a snippet, a, a tip or something that is, is, is na- you know, narrowed to 140 characters or less uh, and share that on, on Twitter, then that is going to showcase your knowledge and, of course, build interest and, and your reputation as someone who knows what they're talking about in that topic. That, that actually is the – I think that's actually the biggest challenge that most people tell me. Keith, 10 words. What am I going to say in 10 words? I've just got started. But if you think about Twitter as the front page of a newspaper – and you think of a headline, mm-hmm. or as I like to say, the chorus of a song, and you have a 10-word hook, which is your headline for your article, you know, how to become the go-to leader in your field, click here. It's a hook that says, oh, I want to read that article, and that link will take them to your website. And then the website's got the really lovely article with 5,000 words and YouTube videos and interviews with you on the radio, but you've only got 10 words to hook them. It's an art. There's yes. actually some science here, that, mm-hmm. and then this is why I love it. I mean, it's I've, I've nailed it down into 10 easily digestible lessons, if you like. Yes. Because I've been doing this for years. Yeah, wonderful. And I know in the upcoming episodes uh, in this special series, you're going to be sharing other tips and tools and other strategies to really help leverage and so that we can bring our message out there and continue to promote ourselves and our, our products. One thing that I think we will do on the show notes is why don't we, Keith, put some examples of images of some posts on, that yeah. we've done on Twitter. So yeah. what we'll do is we'll capture some of those images and pop them on the show notes. So of course, if you want to go to today's show notes, all you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP. 
to seven. Yeah, you'll be able to, to see all of the, the different posts as examples that, that uh, Keith will be putting up there. So that'll give you some idea on, on what sort of tweets to write and how you can share that information on Twitter, which we now know is the information network. So Keith, what will you be talking about in the next special series episode? Next episode, I want to talk about laying the foundations. It's very, very important that you have your mojo before you start on Twitter. You know, that you've got a blog, that you've got a website, that you've got an understanding of what you stand for. Most importantly, if you get on Twitter and you don't, it's just a waste of time. I I don't think anything tragic is going to happen. I don't really want to be a scaremonger. But the point is that if you get onto Twitter and you don't have your mojo, it's just a waste of time. But once you have your mojo and you've got a blog and a website, a home base, maybe maybe a free teaser like an e-book or a video, you can create miracles really quickly because Twitter is just the rocket. Yes. So I'm going to talk about laying the foundations in next in the next episode, which is a part two. Fantastic. Cannot wait to uh, find out more about how we can lay the foundations and really help leverage uh, all of the promotions that we're doing on Twitter back to our websites. Thanks, Keith. We'll uh, catch up again next week. We'll see you next week. Amazing, yes. Well, uh, I want you to go and check the show notes, specifically for those of you who Twitter has been confusing. And go and check out the show notes again. That is at ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP27. Go and have a look at the examples of what we've put up on the show notes of, of, Twitter, of tweets that uh, Keith and both myself have uh, written so that you can kind of model that. Uh, Keith's Twitter handle is at Keith Keller, at Keith Keller. Mine is at Anne Marie Coach. And if you want to follow the Ambitious Entrepreneur Network, our Twitter handle is at The Ambitious Pod, P-O-D. Fantastic. Reach out, do a shout out. We would love to uh, to hear your ahas and successes that you've started to see using Twitter or any of the other tips and strategies we've shared on t- today's show. All right, let's move into today's inspirational tip. Today's inspirational tip to nourish your mind, body and soul so that you can have an incredible week ahead is from Barbara Sherm and she says, you can learn new things at any time in your life if you're willing to become a beginner. If you actually learn to like being a beginner, the whole world opens up to you. And I, this really stuck out for me today when I was reading through a couple of inspirational quotes and I think it fit really well into what I was sharing at the beginning of the show where sometimes we really stop ourselves from experiencing a new learning or having a new aha or experiencing an incredible insight that can make a significant difference to our transformation to something that we are wanting to to achieve you know move forward so as you've listened to the things that we shared in today's message and as you continue to listen to what we will be sharing in the following messages Go with an open mind, a childlike mindset. They are open to learning new things, aren't they? 
And when you go forward, I think with a childlike mindset, you don't have all of those preconceived ideas, the criticism, the judgment that, oh, that's not going to work. That's, I tried that before and that just doesn't work. You know, all of that is actually putting a, a like putting a hand, you know, stop sign in front of you when you put your hand out with your fans, like stop. It's stopping you from hearing something that you really do need to hear because with this new learning and this new hearing, you're going to be able to make changes in your business that will make a significant difference. So really encourage you to start uh, moving forward with a childlike mindset and to really start to like to learn to be a beginner because when we do that, we do open ourselves up to a whole new world of possibility, as Barbara said. So, so, so true. So just to recap what we spoke about today, your marketing message. So very important. If you really want to connect, engage and develop a strong relationship with your ideal client so that he or she, when they hear about you or they read an article, they instantly connect and they want to remain in your world, go back listen to what I've said at the beginning of the show in the words of wisdom segment, write down those questions and start journaling about those. You know, what is your ideal client struggling with? What keeps her up at night? What worries her? What's frustrating her? What has she tried to do about it? How does she describe that to her friends, her family? Or maybe she doesn't, maybe she's kept it bottled up inside and it just is just this heavy weight that's on her shoulders. What is it? Get it out on paper, journal it. And again, if this is the very first time that you are joining me on the show today, welcome. It's really been an honor that I could spend the last 40 odd minutes with you to help bring some ahas and insights to support you in growing a successful coaching practice because that means you're now going to be able to take your message out into the world in a much powerful, much more powerful way and make an impact in the lives of so many people who are waiting to learn about you. I really encourage you to subscribe to the iTunes channel. The link to our iTunes channel is on the show notes. So the show notes again, look for episode 27 and subscribe so that you don't miss out on the other shows that we're going to record for you all about how to take your coaching practice to, to the next level. While you're there too, I'd really love you to leave a comment, give us some feedback. What did you like about today's show? What was your aha? So either leave that on iTunes or on the show notes. Just below the show notes, you'll see a little area there where you can leave comments. And if you really are excited about what you heard on today's show, go ahead and leave a comment out on both of those areas. We'd love you to do that because that really helps us get out the message out about our show. And of course, if you haven't reached out to either Keith or myself, please do that. All of our contact details are there on the show notes. Until next week, have a fantastic week. Go out and get yourself that next new ideal client so that you can make an impact in their lives. Till next time, everyone. Bye for now.